0: Good morning, Paul Swanson with you from theswansonreport.net, theswansonreport.net, theswansonreport.net. Coming to you from the remote outpost along Wisconsin's northern border. It is still dark out there, daylight savings times. It doesn't get light here until about 7.30 or so in the morning now, but that's okay. We're here with you. Again, coming to you from the remote outpost along Wisconsin's northern border, and we're going to talk a little bit about Wisconsin and the recounts and a couple of other things here this morning, but uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you've had a great week, and uh, so let's get to it. The part of the Fightback Media Network, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com and our other associated uh, websites and other people who contribute to this we appreciate everybody and what they're doing make sure that you do do go ahead and give us a like and share this with all of your other folks who are like-minded and may not have found us yet send them a link make sure that they sign up so that they get uh, notified of New postings and new content and a new thing from the Swanson Report will be a, well, is is going to be a newsletter. It's already been out. You can go ahead and subscribe. and this, um, some of the information that I'm going to explain to you this morning, is going to be available at um, the fight ba- in the Fightback Media Network websites. So uh, look for it there, SwansonReport.net, and also on uh, FightbackMedia.com. So let's get to it. There is a, a um, there are two recounts going on here in Wisconsin. Uh, one in Dane County, Wisconsin, and the other in Milwaukee County, Wisconsin. Now, Dane County is encompasses the well encompasses all of um, the city of Madison, where the University of Wisconsin is, and where the capital is. Um, goes from, uh, I mean, I-90 runs through the better part of Dane County, and uh, from north to south, from Morrisonville all the way down to Albion. Um, And Dane County runs uh, from the west, uh, Blue Mounds, and to the east, taking in part of Cambridge. So um, it's a pretty good-sized area, and... um, More than likely, historically, only Democratic. But that's okay. They still are doing a recount because of irregularities in the voting that went on there. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. The other county that they are doing a recount in is Milwaukee County. And you would be right in presuming that it Milwaukee County takes uh, encompasses the better part of the city of Milwaukee, and it does it runs from the lake Lake Michigan out toward New Berlin and Menominee Falls to the west and um To uh, the city uh, to, uh, of uh, Racine to the south, and um, runs not quite. And I'm not. I'm going to uh, Mequon, Mequon, or Thirzensville uh, to the north. So um, that's Milwaukee County again, uh, mostly Democratic. Um, stronghold for the state, but again irregularities uh, have um, caused, or not caused, but uh, because of the irregularities, the recount is going on here in Milwaukee County as well. I have seen, and we will post this separately uh, on the SwansonReport.net photos of how the recount is going, and it's um, going uh, its going the way it should be going. They're not just recounting ballots. There are um, campaign representatives at each of the tables with plexiglass in between them and the person who is doing the recount, and um, people are getting a chance to actually look at ballots, so that's a good thing that is going on. So one of the issues that is going on here in Wisconsin is, this has been, you know, 2020, this has been the year of the mail-in ballot. Now, not just an absentee ballot because you were going to be out of town or otherwise occupied, and you had gone through the procedures here in Wisconsin where you do have to show a voter ID or some sort of valid ID in order to vote you um, and get your your absentee ballot that way there is a procedure and I won't get into a lot of it will will maybe address this in another uh, in another format um, there is a Procedure or a type of absentee ballot which does not require a voter ID. Now, this is for people for whom they are quote unquote indefinitely confined. Now, you're thinking, ah, 2020, this involves coronavirus. Nope, it doesn't. The indefinitely confined, and like I said, I won't bore you with all the details, but the indefinitely confined are, as you might surmise or presume, those people who are invalids, who are not, you know, who are mobility challenged, who can't get out to get to the polls for whatever reason um, on a historical basis, and um, therefore... Um, they're, they are not required to show a, um, a valid voter ID or a valid ID for voting, but they are. It is noted for them on their um, or the voter registration or in the, the overall voter rolls that they are indefinitely confined. These would be invalid people, people who again, like I said, are mobility challenged. Um, but this is not a COVID. No, this is not related to COVID in any way, shape, or form. So, thanks to Matt Brainerd, who's a statistician, statistician, and a um. Mel Matt is the executive director of Look Ahead America. He's a data former data chief and strategist for the Trump presidential campaign in two thousand sixteen. So he's done this for quite a quite a while and for many other places. So he knows of what he speaks. Looking at the number of initial requests and voters who fall into the category of the indefinitely confined and like i said we're going to post this in a uh on the SwansonReport.net so you can actually see the numbers but i'll go all over them with you here now let's look back for the last 10 years so and um, and again these are those here in wisconsin who requested ballots to vote with the designation that they are indefinitely indefinitely confined. 2010, there were 1,216. 2011, there were 881. 2012, again, presidential election, there were 3,298. 2013, there were 626. 2014, uh, an off-year election for House of Representatives and Senate. There were 3,112. 2015, there were 972. 2016, presidential election again. There were 8,989 requests. 2017, there were 2,547 requests. 2018, mid-year elections, or mid, you know, mid-term elections, there were 14,178 requests. 2019, last year, there were 4,890 requests. And drumroll please, in 2020, here in Wisconsin, the number of requests for ballots for voters in the designation of indefinitely confined 169,282 requests. No, I didn't stutter. This year, requests for ballots for those who claim indefinite confinement one thousand or one hundred and sixty-nine thousand two hundred and eighty-two—an exponential jump in the number of requests. Yes, that would certainly qualify, as far as in my mind, being some um, election and voting irregularities here. So that type of thing is going to be looked into. So, um, like I said, we're going to go ahead and put that up for, um, for folks. If you do look at this, it's, it is a, you know, if you look year to year for the past 10 years and then looking from uh you know two thousand sixteen to two thousand twenty this presidential you know from two thousand sixteen to two thousand and twenty, most people are much more attuned to presidential elections than they are for mid you know midterm elections um, a increase of and I'm hoping the math is right, I'm not a math whiz, but we're hoping the math is right. the the increase, percentage of increase or percentage of change is a 1,783.2% increase in ballot requests. And again, we'll put that in here. So, um, yeah, there's some irregularities going on here in Wisconsin, and hopefully they are going to get to the bottom of this. So um, that's what's going on here. At least I wanted to highlight that for you. And uh, like I said, we'll go ahead and put this on uh, swansonreport.net, and uh, you can find it there along with the rest of the Fightback Media Network stuff. As I did mention earlier, please go ahead, like, share this with your people and your friends, relatives, whomever is also like-minded. And um, be reminded that uh, you can f- find all sorts of good stuff at the SwansonReport.net, also at fightbackmedia.com. Uh, go ahead and check out uh, Kevin and Janelle, our good friends at Red River TV. And don't forget that there is going to be a Swanson Report newsletter coming out uh, regularly. And uh, that link will be in um, at the SwansonReport.net. In fact, there's a posting about it as well, so you can sign up there. We'd appreciate that. Thanks for listening this early morning. And... um, Have a great rest of your day. We will talk with you all again real soon.